Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Welcome to part three in our three-part series on the three core mental fitness muscles. Today, we're going to talk about the self-command muscle, which is the third and final one. To kick us off, let me ask you a question. Are you in command of your own mind? I'm not proud of this, but when I first heard that question, I thought, what a stupid question. Of course, I'm in control of my own mind. And there may have been an eye roll involved in that as well. Not proud of that, but I'm just saying it was likely. But this next question that was posed was the one that stopped me in my tracks. It got my attention and it erased that eye roll. And the question was this Then are you commanding your mind to wake you up at three in the morning, worrying about stuff that you cannot control? Or even if you do have some measure of control over it, you can't do anything about it at three in the morning. Ouch. That pretty much described me. But there was yet another question to drive the home point even more, and that was this. When something quote-unquote bad happens and you stress about it or get stuck on it for hours, maybe even days, are you really choosing that? And of course I wasn't choosing it. So maybe I had some work to do after all. These questions are at the heart of the self-command muscle. If we have a weak self-command muscle, then we're at risk for spending way too much time with thoughts that don't lead us anywhere. In fact, we are spending time in thought patterns that literally keep us stuck. The image that just popped into my head is that it's sort of like that that, that, uh, holding pattern that you can sometimes get stuck in while you're circling an airport and a plane waiting for your turn to land. If you've ever experienced that, you know how stuck you feel. You are just in this endless, frustrating loop, covering the same ground, but not going anywhere. In coaching people on this, I know that I'm not alone. I've heard from some clients that they can spend hours, or in some cases, even days, ruminating over unexpected or unwanted events. Things like having one of their best team members quit, a territory change, conflict with their boss, conflict among their team members a difficult conversation that they need to have with one of their employees, a sales presentation that went poorly, an underperforming rep, and even things as mundane as the person who cut you off in traffic. Think about that last one, because we've all experienced that. How often do we let that affect the rest of our drive, right? Like we can't let it go sometimes. And these are all examples of what I call an ambush. They hit you by surprise and they can knock you off of your course. And very importantly, they can steal your time. Here's a quick example. During a coaching session with one of our clients, he shared that he had just lost his very best salesperson. He told us that in the past, that would have caused him stress and worry for hours, if not days. This time, it didn't. The news was still unpleasant. Make no mistake about that. We hate to lose one of our best employees. 
But instead of being stuck in the endless loop of the negative vortex of worry, he was able to apply what he learned in the program and shift to the sage brain. And for those of you, if you haven't heard the last episode, the sage brain is where we can access our best resources, including creativity, problem solving, empathy, and taking clear-headed, laser-focused action. It's how we reclaim time and energy. Now, that naturally begs the question, how? It begins with using the saboteur interceptor muscle that I talked about two episodes ago. This is where we become aware of our saboteurs so that we can recognize when they show up and we can immediately stop them. That's an incredibly important step. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. A simple way to do that is to say, oh, there goes the judge again, or oh, there's that hypervigilant showing up to tell you me that I need to worry. I know this sounds simple, but it works. I can say that from my own experience with it, our clients' experience with it, and the research studies with more than 500,000 people prove it as well. Now, just because it sounds simple doesn't mean that it happens overnight. That's why building a practice around this is so important. The more we build up our muscles, the easier it is, and the stronger and the faster we become at intercepting the saboteurs. After we intercept the saboteur, we then need to intentionally shift to the sage mode. We do that by making the choice and then doing some PQ reps. PQ stands for Positive Intelligent Quotient, and a PQ rep is a mental exercise. Think of a rep this way. If you wanted to build up your biceps, you would lift weights. A PQ rep is an activity that builds up your self-command muscle. What the research has shown is that when we do PQ reps, we are building new neural pathways. If you were hooked to an fMRI, you would actually be able to see that. You would see the new neural pathways being created. So why do we care about that? Remember what a saboteur is. It is our automatic ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. They have very strong and well-worn neural pathways. That's why it's so easy for them to ambush us or to hijack us. That's what makes them automatic. But by building new neural pathways through PQ reps, we are able to build new and healthier and more positive habits. A PQ rep is simply a 10-second interval of intentional and intense mindfulness using a particular sense that is either auditory, visual, or tactile, or even focusing on your breath. The PQ app, part of our program, makes that really easy as it is, it is a, a guided practice, usually two minutes or less. But even if you don't do go through the program, you can do this on your own. It just typically takes a little longer and requires more discipline on your part as you don't have the same level of support. But don't let that discourage you. If you want to get, go it on your own, you can absolutely do that. Here's what I'd recommend. If you want to do that, check out the book, Positive Intelligence. It is a fabulous resource. Now, of course, if you'd like more personal support, we are happy to provide you with a one-time complimentary coaching session, and you can also take the saboteur uh, assessment so you know exactly which characters you're dealing with. The coaching session will bring clarity around how they're showing up, how they might be affecting you, and to come up with kind of a game plan for how you're going to move forward and fight these saboteurs. Mental fitness is absolutely critical to our happiness and to our success. The best way to describe it 
is that mental fitness is our capacity to respond to life's challenges and opportunities with a positive mindset rather than a negative, neutral, or stressed mindset. It is an essential piece of working on ourselves and building our resilience so that we can be the best leader of our own life that we can possibly be. There is no more important important leader in your life than you. You are running the show of your life. Too many people don't realize that, and that leads to unnecessary unhappiness, blaming, and bitterness. I don't want to see that for anyone. I believe that we all deserve way more than that and that we can have more than that. I believe that we can all thrive no matter what.